Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. When iconic Aussie singer Michael Hutchins and British TV star Paulie Yates died, they left behind a daughter, Tiger Lily. Her story will forever be tied to the tragedy of her parents, but her life now is a far cry from the sex, drugs and rock and roll of mum and dad. Today, we find out what the life of the daughter of Aussie rock royalty looks like in 2019. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. If heavenly Harani Tiger Lily Hutchins Geldof wants to see her parents in love, all she has to do is head on over to YouTube. The interview between the Aussie rocker Michael Hutchins and British TV show host Paulie Yates was broadcast to the world in 1994. The pair intimately entwined on a bed, flirting with each other. The sexual tension so obvious, it's a miracle this was allowed to be broadcast during morning television. She was 13, you were 12. Mm. Mm. And? 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 and did yeah. we play Spin the Bottle? Yeah. Uh, no, damn it. Uh. Were you always very forward? Am I forward? Well, a bit. And you're talking. I <laughs> 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 oh, dress rude up, though. Did it? No, have you always been great with girls, Not though? Not quite a go. Sorry? <laughs> They'd actually met ten years before when Paula was the host of another show called The Tube. After the show, InXS's road manager reportedly told Yates to leave Hutchins alone after she'd told him, I'm going to have that boy. She was still married to Irish rocker Bob Geldof at the time, but despite this, over the next decade, she would show up at the band's gigs, even bringing her daughter with Geldof, Fifi Trixie Bell. It's reported that their affair had begun long before that infamous interview. In the five years following... Paula and Michael's relationship would break up Yates' family, upending the life of her three children. The pair would be followed relentlessly by the paparazzi. They welcomed the arrival of their little girl, Heavenly Harani Tiger Lily Hutchins, in July of 1996. Just over a year later, Michael Hutchins took his own life in a Sydney hotel room. I spent so long waiting for him and it's like when he died, I, I now have to spend so long waiting for him again. She didn't wait long. On September 17 of 2000, Paula would die from an accidental heroin overdose. Mamma Mia reporter Chelsea McLaughlin has been investigating the life of Tiger Lily Hutchins Geldof. Chelsea, first up, what kind of parents were Michael and Paula when they were alive and looking after Tiger? Yeah, by all accounts, Michael and Paula were both really loving parents. They'd been going through about a year of fertility treatment before conceiving Tiger Lily and Michael actually helped her also deliver her at home. 
And when she arrived, he described her as just the one they ordered um, because she was such a calm, chilled-out baby and very rarely cried, which sounds ideal, really. Paula wrote, she obviously had parenting experience before. She had the three other daughters with Bob Geldof and she'd written a couple of parenting books before Tiger Lily was born, including one that was basically just full of activities of what parents can do with their toddlers. She was very like hands-on. She was an advocate for parents spending as much time with their children as they could, and that sort of also played into her attachment parenting style. So Tiger Lily slept in the bed with Michael and Paula instead of in a cot, and you've probably seen paparazzi photos they used to just carry her around instead of putting her in a pram. However, Michael was also the stepfather to Paula's other three daughters that she'd had with Bob Geldof. That was, we understand, part of the appeal to him. He'd always wanted to have a family. He'd always wanted to be a father. But when it came down to it, the reality of that life wasn't quite how he'd imagined. So we've heard from friends that Michael used to complain a bit about domestic life. He used to complain about, you know, going home and just having all of the ruckus of, of a family running around. As Richard Lowenstein, who's the man behind the latest movie, said, Michael was never going to be that domesticated father, that domesticated husband. It just wasn't in him. Anyone who knew Michael knew he was never going to end up in a house playing happy families, maybe when he was 70 or 80. That's Richard Lowenstein on Mia Friedman's podcast, No Filter. He was a close friend of Michael Hutchins and has now directed a film about his life called Mystify, which brings together archive footage taken by Richard himself and some from private home movies and footage from friends and family. So what happened to Tiger Lily right after her mum's death? So she was four at the time and I read that she was even in the house when Paulie Yates died of an accidental heroin overdose. Yeah, that's right. So Tiger Lily was in the house at the time. She actually answered the phone when a friend called looking for Paula, which obviously worried the friend and the friend went over and found Tiger Lily playing near her mother's body. And then for about three months afterward, she lived with Bob and his daughters in the interim while a court case was going on. So Paula died in September and then in December... Three months later, Bob Geldof was awarded temporary custody of her. So Michael's sister, Tina, had also put in a claim for custody. She wanted Tiger to go and live with her in California, but the court ultimately awarded her to Bob. So Tina and then Michael's mother were quite upset about this, but Michael's dad was pleased with the outcome. He said that Tiger Lily was probably best placed with her sisters. Bob Geldof told Ray Martin during an interview for 60 Minutes that taking in Tiger Lily, despite her not being his biological child, was not even a second thought for him. Anyone would have done exactly the same, you know. It's a little kid who's lost their mum and dad, whose sisters are with me. I mean, please, you know. But even though she was the daughter of your ex-wife and her lover? What's that got to do with it? She's a gorgeous, beautiful little spark, you know. The girls adore her. We all adore her, you know. Was she aware during all this time that Michael Hutchins was her dad? I mean, it's it's easy to understand that she knew that Paulie Yates was her mother because she was also the mum of her three sisters. But how aware was she that Michael Hutchins was her dad? Well, we can't be 100% sure. There's sort of conflicting statements on this. So according to Michael's mother, Patricia, she said that Tiger Lily didn't know about Michael until 2006 when Tiger Lily went to Australia and was shown old In Excess music videos. So Bob Geldof and the Hutchins family had always had quite a uh, contentious relationship. Right up until her death in 2010, Patricia accused Bob of trying to erase Michael's memory from Tiger Lily and trying to stop her from having a relationship with his side of the family. But then, on the other hand, you've got Bob, who's always categorically denied that he's ever stopped Tiger Lily from knowing who her dad was. In that same 60 Minutes interview with Ray Martin, when Tiger was just five years old, Bob spoke like he and Michael's little girl regularly chatted about her real dad. We were doing the shopping and 
one of my songs came on the radio on the PA, you know, followed by Michael. And she, she just went like this. She said, that's you, Dad, with my one. And she says, yeah. And she said, and that's my real dad. And I said, yeah. And she said, my real dad's a better singer than you. Yeah, yeah thanks, you know, great. <laughs> you know, thanks, kid. The loss of her parents hasn't been her only tragedy. She's faced quite a bit of loss in her life, hasn't she? Yeah, absolutely. The Geldof family as a whole has faced more than their fair share of tragedy. In 2014, Peaches, who was Bob and Paula Yates' middle daughter, was found dead in her home by her husband. She was just 25. It was a heroin overdose the exact same way that her mother had died 14 years earlier when Peaches was just 11. And also eerily similar to the way her mother died was that Peach's 11-month-old son was found at home with her at the time, just as Tiger Lily was found next to Paula. Wow, I didn't know that. So moving to 2019, she's literally days away from turning 23, was how old her parents were when they met. Mm. So we're coming to a bit of a weird crossroads. But we're starting to see a little bit more and more about the person she is now. Who does she most take after? I mean, who does she look like the most, Michael or Paula? I Definitely think she looks like Michael, definitely. She's got his brown hair, she's got his brown eyes and their facial structure is really similar. If you see a photo of them side by side, the resemblance is basically uncanny. They look very similar. She looks a lot like her dad. Has she found love in her life? So Tiger Lily is very low profile. There's few photos, there's not much of an online profile, but we do know she had a relationship with a Spanish skateboarder named Bruno in 2013. And about a year later, she began dating a British student called Charlie. But most recently, she's actually been in a relationship with an Australian. She's dating a mag called Nicholas Albrook, who's a former member of the Australian band Tame Impala. So in August 2018, about a year ago, he posted a really sweet video on his Instagram to celebrate their one-year anniversary. And given the timing of that, we might see another one soon. Ah, the anniversary is about to roll around again. Okay. Do we see her doing the celebrity thing? Does she hang out with other celebrity people or is she more low profile than that? Well, she does have an Instagram profile. It's private though, so I haven't been able to have much of a look, but she does occasionally pop up on Nicholas's and there's a couple of other friends where she features a few times. She's quite good friends with Daisy Lowe, who is Gavin Rossdale's daughter from his pre-Gwen Stefani days quite a while ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Daisy was also really good friends with Peaches, so there's that relationship there. Tiger Lily is also really good friends with Earl Cave, who is the son of Nick Cave. Nick Cave is her godfather and also was one of Michael's best friends. But like I said, yeah, she keeps a really low profile. So I think even if she was somehow best friends with Beyonce, we wouldn't have photos of that. What does her life actually look like now? What is she doing career-wise? So when she was a teenager, Tiger Lily, she wanted to be an actor. And there was reports that she went and studied acting in New York. But we know that she's currently living in London. Judging from the limited online presence she has, she's she's done a bit of modelling and she's also interested in photography. I managed to track down a couple of her photos have been published in a British magazine called Days Digital. What's her living situation like? She's of like is she still living with Bob Geldof? Is she does she has she bought some kind of fancy pad somewhere in London? What's her living arrangements like? Yeah, so Jerry Agar, who was a family friend of the Geldof, said that when Tiger Lily was eighteen she purchased a New York City apartment. But we know that from accounts by Richard Lowenstein that Tiger Lily is currently living in a London share house. He called it, quote, a squat. 
She's living like a, a student in a shared house. It was very similar to a scene like from Dogs in Space. It was quite amusing, actually. It's like all her clothes on the floor and everything. She's just graduated from a psychology degree. And when I met her in London, she was working in prisons, you know, doing work experience in prisons, talking to, you know, murderers and things. But she was complaining more about the social workers that she had to work with, how sexist they were. And she said, oh, prisoners are fantastic. It's just the social workers are so sexist. <laughs> Some people are saying she can afford to buy an apartment in New York and now she's living in share housing in London. Mm. Did she get any of that money that's always spoken about from Michael's estate? Because I hear different things about whether she ever got that money or not. Yeah, it's so similar to, you know, everything else around Tiger Lily is that we get such conflicting statements. So Tiger Lily was intended to get payments from her father's estate when she was 18, 21 and 25. So she should have received two of those by now. But when Richard went and met with her in London to show him his film, she was obviously living in this London share house and he said that she'd not received a cent. Her father's estate has been run by his former lawyer, a man called Colin Diamond, and supposedly when Michael died he was practically broke after large donations were made from his estate to Greenpeace and Amnesty International, as was in his will, there was basically nothing left for her. Right. But I imagine there's royalties coming in still from in excess somewhere, so do we know... If she's getting any of that? I don't believe so. Even the family's not really sure who has the rights to the music. It's believed to be a part of his estate, but it's all sort of tangled up in this weird web that no one's been able to properly penetrate. So until Tiger Lily herself speaks out, I guess a lot of this is all just pieces yeah. we've had to put together, a bit of a jigsaw puzzle on yep, the line. Yeah, absolutely. It's all just, you know, pieces and we've got a couple of them and there's a few missing and it's it's all just a bit of a mystery right now. As it turns out, the lawyer that Chelsea mentioned, who was the executor of Michael's estate, was caught up in a Four Corners expose that you might have heard about. It was called the Paradise Papers. Basically, a ton of celebrities and big companies, including the Queen, were caught out either investing in or making purchases through dodgy offshore tax havens in places like Bermuda or the Caribbean. In the Hutchins estate case, it showed a claim of total ownership by lawyer Michael Diamond. That's how he was allowed to take all of Michael's personal belongings, belongings that were never handed back to the family, including his diary and handwritten song lyrics, things Diamond claimed he'd held on to for Tiger Lily, things she's never and may never see in person again. That's all for The Quickie today. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash The Quickie. And if you're in a zone right now and want to listen to something else, check out our new podcast, Titus for Titus. It's hosted by writer, activist and proud Camilla Odengatti woman, Marley Silver. She speaks to some deadly sisters like Vanessa Turnbull-Roberts, who on the day Kevin Rudd apologised to the stolen generation, was taken away from her own parents. Find Titus for Titus in your favourite podcast app or you can find the link in our show notes. 